and welcome to You Lost Me at Namaste, where we discuss all things wellness, well-being, and spirituality at the real world level. I'm your host and well-being alchemist, Michelle Schoenfeld, and I'm thrilled to have you joining me today. So as you all know, season six has been dedicated to biohacking, all things we can do to improve our overall wellness. But today I was going to take a little delightful detour and bring back onto the show by popular demand, the traveling astrologist, Rosie Cutter, to give us an update on what's going on in the world, some new things that she has coming up, and really just kind of touch in with her since we've had two shows with her in the past season, and all of you seem to love her. So please welcome back to the show, Rosie Cutter. Hello, Rosie. Hey, Michelle. Thanks for having me back. I just love having you on the show. You're so much energy, so much knowledge, and it really, I feel it, it makes my whole day better when I hear your voice. (laughs) Oh, I love that. I always joke that I could have been like a late night phone operator. (laughs) Or TV host, (laughs) late night TV host. Yeah, for sure. So Rosie, you have been on the show. Um, You did a world update from the planetary standpoint, which was wonderful. And before that, you actually did a whole show on destiny cards. And I highly encourage anybody listening to this now who isn't sure what destiny cards are to go back and listen to that episode. There will be a link in the show notes below. Um, But you did a whole show on destiny cards and kind of how we can use them to help navigate our life. And you did a personal reading of myself. um, And I just, I love that show. I really can't believe Mm. it. Well, I am so astonished at how fast time goes because we're coming up on a year. So I'm really excited to hear from you about how that reading played out for you and get a little sneak peek as to what's coming up. I would love to do that. Um, Yeah. And so for those of you listening, if you didn't hear that show, honestly, she made so many wonderful predictions and we're going to go over that in a minute. But today's show, we're also going to talk about different types of astrology and something new that we have not done on this show before, as well as a little travel. So stay tuned because that's going to come up after this little update. Um, So yes. Oh my gosh. Okay. So Rosie, (laughs) (laughs) I had never really even heard of destiny cards before until I met you in Aspen a year ago. And I was excited to have you on the show to kind of talk about what they are, how we can navigate. And then you did the reading for me. And it blew my mind all what was, what I loved about it is so what Rosie did is first of all, she told me about my past, right? So she told me about things that had already happened in my past, things that were happening in my far past, in my recent past and currently. And what that did is it really gave me kind of a sense of, um, I just, I was like, wow, this is so amazing. How could she know all these things about me? And not just like personality, but like really specific things about my life. Um, and so it was almost like looking in, like looking through a photo album of my life or watching a movie (laughs) on my life (laughs) as you're telling me about it. And so what I loved is it gave me validation of that. Okay. This was all true. She sees this in the cards. So when you started telling me about stuff that was going to happen over the next six months to a year, I was so excited. I was like, okay, well maybe that will happen, but like, wow, if that happens, it'll be amazing. And girl, (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I bet. Wow. Um, and I know you've done this for like celebrities all around the world. And, you know, you have quite a, a great group of celebrity clientele, but until it's done for yourself, 
like until it was done for me, I, I, I was just like, blow, I was like, okay, I want 10 more sessions with you. I want all my friends. I want everybody listening, get a session with Rosie Cutter. <laughs> oh, you're so sweet. Well, the systems are amazing. And what I love about the destiny card system, even though the word card is in it, sometimes we think of the tarot, which I love for asking specific questions. This system, the destiny card system is very much like astrology where your birthday has a chart for every year and that chart's not changing. So if you went and got the books yourself, you would be getting and getting the same information for your own personal reading. And it's a really great introductory, I feel like, into the world of making predictions. Well, I'm going to share with everybody now because I know you and I talked about, should I share this or should I not share this? And I'm going to, because I am so excited. Do you remember, um, specifically when it came to love? Cause I've been single for a little while. There was nobody on the horizon. Do you remember what you said, what the card said about love for me coming up? Yeah, I mean, I'm looking at the chart right now. It said somebody's going to get swept off their feet. <laughs> it did. And not only did you, so we did this, I believe, um, in February mm-hmm. and you told me like, oh my gosh, by this summer, by like, I think you said like June, July, in that time frame, you're going to meet somebody who is just going to sweep you off your feet. He's going to be amazing. He's going to be powerful. He's going to have like a big, powerful job, very strong personality. Um, and he's going to want to like do all these things to take care of me. And that you saw water, it, you th- saw that maybe he had a boat. There was something like that. And everything that you said, I was like, oh my God, what a dream. Like, who doesn't want to hear that? Right. <laughs> and and so, and then also you had, and I had asked you at the end when you said, do you have any questions for me about anything in general? And I said, well, yeah, you know, I'm a little on the fence. Like I'm a writer, I'm a speaker. I do some TV work, but nothing is like, has really given me, like, I'm not exactly sure what I want to put all my energy into. I just can't figure it out. I don't want to be spread too thin, but I'm not sure what I want to do. And you said, basically you're like, girlfriend, it doesn't matter what you think you want to do because you're not going to want to be doing anything this summer and fall. <laughs> Because he's going to want all of your attention. He's going to travel. He's going to want you to travel with him. And you're going to want to travel with him. Mm. So it just kept getting better and better, right? So I'm like, huh. And you're like, I think it's, you know, July-ish. It could be before. Mm-hmm. But definitely by like in that July time frame. So I had my eyes open, you know, March, April, May. I just like, oh, I wonder if it's him. I wonder if it's him. But I'm not really putting any energy towards it because mm-hmm. I know that by July, it's going to be there. Or it's not, mm. but, you know, not worried literally like the 28th or 29th or something like that of the month. I'm in Bodrum, Turkey. I have a girlfriend who you also know, Mary Margaret, I can mention her. Mm, yeah. Visiting me from Aspen. And we're just at this beautiful you know, restaurant having dinner in the evening and trying to decide what to do. Do we go home and change and go back out? Do we just stay in our like, you know, could we've been swimming all day? And wouldn't you know it, and he walked <laughs> Wow! and he walked and it was like immediate fireworks, electric energy. And like at one point, you know, it was just super casual standing around having a drink, like at a beach bar kind of thing. His hand touched mine kind of accidentally. I swear I felt an electric shock. It was like, wow. oh my goodness. And, you know, I don't want to bore the audience with all the details because that's not what today's show is about. But it's pretty ex- exciting though. <laughs> it was so amazing. And if I could tell you that if I had seen this person um, or somebody had sent me a picture and, not, and it has nothing to do with looks, it's just like, if somebody had said, oh, I have a friend, I think you'd like him. 
I probably would have said, oh, no, not really my type. You know, it's somebody who's like a very handsome and sexy. Don't get me wrong. Total chemistry. But several years older than me, like basically my height, not like I wouldn't have looked at him immediately and been like, oh, my God, this is my soulmate. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden, this is the exact person. Like, there was no question. Like, from the first five minutes of talking, I knew that this was the person. And so did he, which is really amazing. Mm -hmm. And it was that it. He invited me on his boat, like, very (laughs) nice, gorgeous, big, beautiful boat. (laughs) Not that it matters, but it was part of the prediction. And um, it was, and he's, yes, very powerful, uh, big international business owner kind of thing. with ties to the Midwest in the United States to my actual hometown, like no joke. Wow. My actual hometown. And he's, he's a um, European French, like not from the U S but has like 30 some years in the U S in my same hometown in the Midwest in Wisconsin. Like there were so many bizarre similarities. Um, and it was a whirlwind. It was amazing. I had the most amazing three, four five months whirlwind romance, all the individual little specific things that were in the chart that you also said, also were a hundred percent true. Every mm. single one of them, we were traveling, we were here and there. There's so many things I can't even tell you. And of course, this is all the positive and nothing's negative because I do believe our path is our path. Um, but you know, then in the fall, there was some like rocky moments that were also predicted. Mm-hmm. And what I love about this is it's not like, you know, law of attraction, what you focus on expands. It's not like you had told me this and I was like, oh no, when's the shoe going to drop? You didn't tell right. me a word until literally right before we started this phone conversation today, which is Mm -hmm. several months after looking back and it's, it makes so much sense. It was so spot on. And I just, I love it. So that was my long thing. The update for people, it was the most amazing (laughs) romance with every single little detail that you predicted in February happened exactly when you're going to say it in the way and where and everything that you had predicted. Or the oh, that makes my heart overflow. I know people are like, Rosie's great. I'm like, no, I'm obsessive compulsive and I've memorized an incredibly accurate ancient system. <laughs> so first of all, I just want to say that you so deserve all that yumminess and juiciness. And I'm so happy to hear this because if anyone deserves this, you deserve this. Thank you, Rosie. Second of all, It's interesting. I do often find that when we haven't had relationship for a while, it's almost like surfing. The waves come in sets of three or four, and you start to attract a couple people that let you get your toe back in, especially (laughs) for women, like let you remember you're this amazing sexual goddess worthy of devotion. And, and then you're like, oh, okay, this is, this is what swimming is like again. And then we take a step back and go, all right, who's my next life partner going to be? So because the chart came true, but then maybe this wasn't your forever person, I do want to stress that it doesn't mean that these windows of opportunity are lost because oftentimes people get predictions and they think, oh, if it didn't happen by this time, I missed out or I messed it up. No, no, no. It's much like the weather and it's cyclical. You know, it's winter here in Aspen. There's going to be several storms coming in. So we just need to pay attention. So when we go to look at this upcoming year for you, 
I mean, it is full of love and romance. That's for sure. Uh, did you want? Do you want to look at that? <laughs> Just briefly. I don't want to. I don't want okay. you know to bore any of the audience. But yeah, why not? Because yeah, I'll do an update again. You know, in six yeah, months. See how and, it works. Yeah. Yeah. So one of the themes of this previous year that you're just wrapping up was a little bit of an element of indecision. And um, am I here? Am I there? Where am I going? So I did want to, you know, that's why too, I was like, hey, you don't need to know necessarily. Sometimes it can be fun to be in limbo as long as you accept you're in limbo. This upcoming year, Everything really starts to solidify, but I got to tell you, girl, you got the Playboy card. You thought it was hot and heavy before. Right away, the first few months after your birthday, incredible. Throw a fantastic party for yourself. Wait a minute, you're going to be here <laughs> with me. We're going to have exactly. I'm coming to Aspen. <laughs> um, I'm definitely know how to have a good time. So right away, you actually let me read this to you because it's quite lovely. But the themes of the entire year is stepping back into your power. Love, romance, definitely changes around business. Um, That actually is funny that you were thinking about last year. Those really start to open up in this upcoming year. But right away, the first two months after your birthday, sudden social success, communication, publishing, speaking, many parties, birthday parties, lots of people are impressed by your wit and charm. This is also a wonderful time to schedule advertising or launching campaigns. People are buying what you're selling. But more importantly, the theme of the entire year, which is going to kick in right away, says that this next year will be much love activity. It says it will bring the beginning of one or more very important personal relationships, romantically and business-wise. It also says it's a very stimulating year. You're getting out of any kind of social complacency you've been in. You've been a long time without having that one-on-one relationship. And this upcoming year, you explore and find this powerful person coming into your life. So that is just really yummy. And then if we were just going to break it down to like timeline, like sometimes I like to bet with my friends and clients. I'm like, all right, if it doesn't happen by this, you owe me a bottle of Moe. But um, timeline wise, this year, it's actually going to come up for you by the end of April into May. It says that you are in stimulating, sexual, wonderful relationships. You also have really good success with male-dominated institutions, being on television, being in front of people. But for women, it says this is an ideal romantic partner coming into your life with many good things to share. And there's a lot more stability. So it's a little bit similar, but isn't life this reoccurring spiral? It seems like this upcoming year, you are going to have lots of success with your career and business stuff starts working out great. But by April and May, you're in some sort of a really wonderful relationship. And either because of that and or because of work, by the summer, you have travel changes in your business. He could take you to a new location, but it says there's going to be major changes in your relationship status for the better. And it does say within one year, which is right up your alley, that you will be even more successful than you already are in the roles of an advertising, writing, creative, speaking, teaching, being successful in more than one area. So you're going to probably produce something, I would imagine. Yay, you know? I love that. Yeah, whether it's yeah. the children's books or it's the 
<laughs> I think Memoir it's going to be two or, or three things. Yeah, we'll it see. looks actually like you're juggling a couple of things, but I will say this previous year that you're just wrapping up, the juggling wasn't as fun. And we'll just leave it on no, this note, but like, let's just, so when I'm going to talk to somebody, I'm like, it's like, there's various layers. There can be some things that are not so fun, but then there's other things that are yummy in the year. So you can pick and choose what you want, but it did say that creativity actually for this past year, creative projects and plans would have been burdensome. You would have felt like you were torn in different directions and couldn't make really a decision if you wanted to. And it was a year that you were learning to reel your mind in, but it would be better to know that you wouldn't make major decisions about your future until this year was over. That is great to know. That is, so this is one of the things I love about you, Rosie, is that, you know, the way that you relate the cards or your astrology or any of the other things that you do, the human design um, is in such a positive, informative and concise way. And not everybody is like that. And why I'm pointing that out to the audience right now. And, you know, I'm sure people listening is like, okay, well, this is my, you know, why would somebody else want to listen to my reading? The reason why I'm, I'm doing this and sharing it, first of all, being vulnerable with you all and giving you updates, but yeah. so you can kind of see Rosie's style. You know, I've interviewed other astrologers before. I think, you know, a lot of people, you've seen people on TV or on the radio or whatever, and not everybody has such kind of like a concise way of explaining it, but also the positives. And, you know, you don't make this, it's the stars, it's the cards, right? Mm -hmm, But mm -hmm. it is how you can translate the information that you're seeing. It's, It's not to like scare anybody or the doom and gloom or, you know, like it's okay. Here's some things that are going on. They're in your chart that, or in the cards that have to do with you. And it's just, I love how you relay the information. I just love it, Rosie. Very talented. Well, you know, I do think part of the reason is now I can laugh about it, but my astrology chart is considered incredibly afflicted. And so I would go and get readings from people as a teenager in Kauai in my 20s, Vedic readings, everything. And they'd look at my chart and be like, it's a miracle you're alive, A. B, (laughs) you are hell on wheels, you know? And um, I remember at the time, I, I feel like I've made this incredible life, of course, but when you're 20 years old and you're told that things really won't get easy until after 35 when your Saturn matures, you know, it didn't discourage me, but it was more like we it's more like the weather or like athletics. You know, I am not an Olympic runner, but I can do things every day to become stronger and healthier so that if the race comes, I can equally participate. And I think because my chart was considered what people would think so harsh or negative, it helped me be like, well, wait a minute, actually, this isn't, look, I've made the best of all of these things. And I do find as well, and you are a perfect living example of this because you're that beautiful nine of spades, the universal life card that people who have their difficulties in the most powerful dark nights of the soul often have the richest perspectives and experience. And I'm thankful for that as well. Uh, But I will say, yes, sometimes it is a lot of doom and gloom. And I don't think that's getting anybody anywhere. Uh, I do want to say, how about the celebration of the world opening back up? Yes, I was just (laughs) going to say that. It's like, okay, so let's move on to like, world stuff, you know, to something that affects everybody out there, no matter where you are in the world, listening to this right now. Um, Mm -hmm. 
would share with us some stuff, you know, cause we hear like retrograde eclipse mm-hmm. season, the Venus, mm-hmm. the Saturn, like share with us some stuff that we can kind of hold on to. That's going to kind of affect all of us worldwide. Yeah. So it's so interesting how far we've come since we talked in February and then also in March when I was in LA because there was just lifting a lot of the restrictions and uh, businesses opening up. So in the world, we are going towards a more positive time. I know that it seems uh, in certain ways either elated or people arguing over crazy things. There's a lot of... um, there's a lot of going back and forth about people's ideas right now. Specifically, this is a Mars retrograde. Normally, it would last a month or two. It's going on for seven months. So what's happening for us globally? We are reassessing what's real and valuable. That's what the eclipse season's about. There's lots of hidden things that are coming out, but just like scrubbing a wound, it's for the idea of purification and healing. And with the with the eclipses in the North Node in Taurus, it is all about tangible things, water, soil, money in your hand, right? This wild stuff going on with the cryptocurrencies is showing us that we need to touch, see, hold, and feel our resources. Having it be in some nebulous area that we can't control it can be a little bit dangerous. So I know the markets are going wild right now. This was definitely predicted by many astrologers. There's some great financial astrologers. I can send a link that we can add below, which talks about the upcoming financial changes. But once we get through this winter and this reevaluation we will all go towards a digital currency. I mean, we're already on it. Everybody's on PayPal and, and Venmo and stuff like that. But it's not going to cause us to be wheelbarrowing down the streets here in America, <laughs> money for a loaf of bread, you know, right. knock on wood. Now, depending on where you are in the world, this is already a lot more chaotic. But in America, we are also going through our Pluto return, which means a lot of things coming up around democracy and what this country was founded on, are coming up and being reevaluated. So, the first thing I want to say is remember this we are spiritual beings having a human experience, and we eventually are released from here. It's not if, it's when, and nobody is outside of the love of God, we all return back to the light. So everybody taking a deep breath and getting out of the mind a little bit. I feel like there's so much now with our technology and people's ideologies that we forget, once again, North Node and Taurus, to go take a walk in the woods and a deep breath and eat a nice meal, and maybe we won't be so worked up about things. So there's going to be a lot of going back and forth, but really what happens is by next spring into summer, like I've said to you before, we're kind of going into another roaring 20s. The technology that's going to be available is going to astound us, the medical technology as well, even down to things like they have incredible wound closures. There's so many great things happening in technology that will advance society, but it will also become a little bit more niche. So like we've already seen over the past few years, different states or different counties will have totally different laws. You know, And if you're living in one state, your access to medical, everything is going to be totally different than if you're in another state, which 
speaks of a little bit of the dissolution of the United States of America, right? It's going back towards more of people's individual republics. And I think that will be good because people will have choices of who they want to be around. And if they need to move, hopefully they have the resources to do that. But if they don't agree with where things are going in a certain state, the next door state can be totally different. That's and how about for the world? Because a little over 50% of the audience um, listening right now are in other places in the world, a lot in well, the UK and, and the, Turkey the, and Australia. Yeah. Well, Australia and the European Union are going through some very difficult astrology themselves. So we're seeing that. Um, I, I do worry about a little bit about the resources, once again, around food and grains because of what's happening as far as war ha- goes. But if we take a deep breath and take a step back and look around, the world is so insanely abundant. I mean, there's food that's sitting in, there's not a distribution problem there's a, or a food problem. There's a resource distribution problem. So the Europe is going to have continued oil and gas prices go up. And there will be some issues around some food shortages, but these are the same things that have been already happening for the last few years. So when we hear those words, everybody gets scared. But if you if you take a step back, the last few years, for the most part, have not been really tragic, depending on where you were around food. I will say when I was just in Paris, there were all kinds of strikes and stuff going on and you couldn't get gas and you couldn't get taxis because all the petrol strikers were our workers were on strike. So I feel like that's also going to come up this age of Aquarius of workers and unionizing and things needing to be restructured because people are no longer valuing the same things. Tourists, what's valuable to me? People don't want to work the same jobs. People have found ways to reinvent themselves over the past few years, which was a great thing of the reset. I I would say there's going to continue to be people standing up for their rights and their human rights. And there's like clashes. I mean, there's things happening all over the world right now of continued lockdowns and that's not really flying, you know? Well, let me ask you something else then maybe. So because astro- astrology and like the destiny cards and, and it's so... Um, unique and specific to the individual, of course, right? Because it's our our fingerprints, like our birth charts, our fingerprint, unique to us. But there are some things that are broad to the world. Like, is there is there anything that you could say that yeah, like for anybody whole- listening, like towards the end of 2022 or like before the end of the year sure. that maybe we should be doing, whether it's like purging oh, yeah. or cleaning or exercising definitely, more? Yeah. Yeah, definitely purging, cleaning. So globally, countries actually have astrological charts. So people can look into each of those for sure. But globally, for the whole world, this Mars retrograde in Gemini, what that means in plain English is that there is going to be a lot of volatility around stock markets, business. I would tell people to not initiate any new major investments or decisions before about March, because everything is so volatile in the world and we don't have all the information yet. Even with the elections, there's going to be going back and forth of the elections that we already just had. So with this sort of upheaval, when things are retrograde, it doesn't mean you can't do things. It means you need to go back and pay attention to all the details make sure your parachute is working before you go and jump off the cliff kind of an energy. <laughs> right, right. So, I mean, honestly, for the world globally, I would 
you know, have your favorite foods stocked up just in case, especially in Europe, because they have shut down the grain passage over the Black Sea. And so there could be some food shortages come up, but things not to be scared, more like things that you're going to be happy to have anyway, or if suddenly the power's out for a little bit, that can happen just from weather-related things. But the main thing would be to not get through this holiday season, but take a deep breath. Everybody acknowledge what we all just survived. And now that we're coming back out and reinventing, yes, the financial world, the job world, the medical world, they're all being rearranged. And I like what you said overall was like, things are getting better and better. Like the big, like, even though we're talking about these short-term things and things that could cause a little anxiety, in the short term, the long term is that we are going through this really beautiful awakening in the world and things are going to be getting better and better. It's just kind of let yourself be in the flow right now until we get through until about March, you're saying. and then Until about March. And also, this is just a great lesson in taking care of ourselves. Regardless of what's going on geopolitically, it's good to have a little backup of water and food and things like this. If anything, the pandemic taught us, I think, is that we are resilient. Like the world's resilient. Nature (sighs) is resilient. Us as a human race are resilient. Like the things that we've already gotten through in the last two years that we could have never predicted are, mm. is pretty amazing. Like if you really think about it, it's pretty amazing what we've gotten through. We're so resilient. Um, okay, so I wanna move on because I'm really excited uh, about kind of this next topic. So we've covered Vedic astrology on the show before, Western astrology, which I know you do, destiny cards. But there is another type of astrology, which we've never covered, the Babylonian astrology. And yeah. you had the opportunity to go study this in Bulgaria And I, to be honest, had not really heard of it. So I would love you to share with the audience what Babylonian astrology is, how it kind of compares, and just your whole experience. I would love to hear um, about the magic that you experienced. Oh, yes. So it was so wonderful to go back out into the world and travel abroad after we had spoken. Bulgaria is a country that I absolutely fell in love with. It's beautiful, clean, friendly, incredibly clean food and wonderful people. And I went to Bulgaria to study Babylonian astrology, which is one of the most ancient forms of astrology. And a lot of us are familiar with these archetypes because we learned about Greek and Roman myth in school. So Babylonian astrology is... The constellations above our head, you know, uh, Orion and uh, Medusa, the actual physical constellations, they are telling a story in the sky when you are born. And each of us, just like Western astrology, you have every single planet in your chart somewhere. We all embody all of these, but there's specific, there's specific gods, Zeus, Hera, Medusa, archetypes that are stronger in your chart. And this tells a story of your personality. So there's this amazing man named Rumen who is over in Bulgaria. And I learned about him through Astralada and her school on YouTube, incredible Bulgarian astrologer as well. And this is one of the most ancient forms. So of course I was curious. And also Rumen makes a form of magical jewelry, much like 
Vedic jewelry where certain gemstones can strengthen or protect you. So I first started going to him and having him make specific talisman for me. And then he offers workshops several times a year. So I looked up my own astrology. I went over. Not only did I get to learn about the astrology from physically looking at the stars, understanding the old concepts, but also Bulgaria is home to several ancient astro-archaeological sites, similar to something like Stonehenge, where during certain specific times of the year, the sun is lining up exactly. And so I got to tour all of this amazing rich history, learn about my own Babylonian chart, and learn a certain form of predictions that are incredibly accurate and very ancient. And Rumen has resurrected them. He has translated certain hermetic ancient texts that nobody else was able to translate. So it was quite an opportunity. But to give you an example, remember when we were kids and we learned about like Greek and Roman mythology and Zeus, you know, he could come into the body of a man to make love with his wife because he desired his wife. The gods, the, the constellations, the archetypes could come into us and we were being possessed by them, which is similar to Ayurvedic, where they call the planets grahas, which means grabbers, as if we're seized by them, like people can be seized on a full moon. So it was this beautiful introduction to this other system that says many of the same things that my Western, my human design, my um, destiny card said, but in this other more ancient language. And it was just one of the best experiences of my life. I think it changed my whole life. And part of the reason that I went on the trip was because, of course, I consulted my own chart. I looked at astrolocation and everything seemed to line up and I ended up having a great experience. I love that. That's so exciting. I remember when you went and I was just like living vicariously through, you know, the few photos that you did share. So is Babylonian astrology something that people would use like Western astrology oh, or yeah. is it? Yeah. yeah. Okay. So 100%. it's just another kind of tool for guidance. Yes. And so Babylonian astrology is the first known organized system of astrology from the second millennium BC. And so it's from the Sumerian period. Very, very old is my point. And yes, they there's some wonderful teachers that I work with. Uh, Julian Olympus Astrology, I get my readings for. You can even get, Michelle, you might like this. You can get like a yearly report that goes through each month. And it's like, my fair lady, in the month of October, you will be seized by the lusty sirens. But it's so fun <laughs> and so true. And it was incredibly accurate. That's actually what sold me on going, is I started to get the readings at the beginning of the year. And then each month, I would literally go and travel or do things that it had said, which were not planned. So yes, you can use an exact the same way and you can see you know they call it like the battle for your soul sort of right like what's going on in the heavens and it's almost as if these immortal beings are fighting for who gets the seat of your consciousness and so we want to be able to embody the highest archetypes of that so fascinating fun and also brought back a lot of school memories where it was like oh wow they were teaching us all this stuff i just didn't understand it in the same context that's amazing. I really love it. 
Um, there's just there's so much. It's like, how do you know where to start? Like if somebody comes to you and is like, I want a reading, how do you know what type of reading? Can people- well, for me, um, the Destiny card system is quick and easy. So if they're just coming for a few specific questions and it's incredibly accurate. So after that, I usually go deeper with these other systems. When I do my readings for 60 or 90 minutes, we're going to use Western astrology, the destiny card system, and human design, because I think they're all relevant. People often ask me the difference. They're like, well, my Vedic chart says my son is in this because they use the progression of equinoxes, whereas my Western says something different. How can they both be accurate? And it's like, as a musician, I can sing the same song in four different languages. It sounds different, but it's saying the same thing. And so they all add these beautiful little nuggets. But I would say the quickest, easiest, let's when I do parties even or 10-minute readings is the Destiny cards. And now with my regular clients and friends like you and people I know for years, I'm pulling their Babylonian charts so that we can go deeper. Because once the predictions start to come true, then people are like, oh, well, I want to focus on my family or I want to focus on my house and career and how can I optimize that? So yeah, I just, I'm really trying to learn everything I can to be of the best service to myself and fellow man. I love that. And that, you know, that's how this podcast started was basically just like that really easy, basic level of just to introduce to people concepts, whether it's energy healing or chakras or fasting or whatever, just the basics. And then if it resonates, they can dive deeper because there's so many things out there we can use and not everything is going to resonate with everyone. So that's what I like about what you do is like for me, because I've done a lot of this myself, um, of all the things out there, the Vedic, the Western, the destiny cards, you know, different types of channeling and all this other stuff, hands down for me, my favorite has been the destiny cards. Nice. And it really, it just changed my life when you did that for me the first time. And, but I appreciate the Vedic in the Western and I preach mm-hmm. like, cause it, sometimes you do want to go a little deeper down the road and up over the hill, mm-hmm. <laughs> you yes. know, or human yeah. design, of course, I'm a big fan of human design as well. So for any of you out there listening who aren't sure exactly what these are, we've covered them on the show before, but Rosie does do amazing private readings, long or short. They make great gifts, especially for yourself. Um, there'll be a link in the show notes, how you can contact Rosie Cutter and do this for yourself because it is so much fun. I know it's a great gift, but really for yourself, it's amazing. <laughs> yeah. And it can help families and people understand each other. And I love the destiny cards are quick and easy and demystify spirituality. It's much like playing music. Let's start with two chords. We don't start with Mozart and it can turn people off because it sounds complicated and there's all this nomenclature. And yeah. And and the point is they, what they need is they need reassurance and understanding so they can take a deep breath and get till tomorrow. Exactly. And also for you, you know, again, for people listening is that, I love what you said. It's like, you can play two chords. We're not starting with Mozart. And, but also it could be like, maybe you're not really interested. Like maybe you love Twitter and that, you know, because you want the short and concise. And if you want that, you can ask for that. I want the basics. Exactly. Or you're like, you know what? I want to do a deep dive into like repairing, not, I shouldn't say repairing, but like the relationship I have with my mother is this, I I want to go deep into this. That is, I got to tell you, I have goosebumps. One of the most powerful things 
is even especially with the destiny cards, because it's one thing to be like, oh, your mother's a Scorpio. But when we pull up just the birthday, we don't need the time, we don't need the place, what's the day? And then I show them their parents or a sibling. There is this understanding that you see happen where they've taken these things personally for so long. And then all of a sudden, they're like, no, that's just her birthday and her card. That's her journey. She wasn't doing that to punish me or because I wasn't good. It's fascinating. Um, and that's, you know, how I got into it in my own life is to help understand and, and work the best with my friends and loved ones. Yeah, I love it. I, I think it's great. So there really is something for everyone. If you want it just for fun entertainment, or if you want it for like real radical transformation, it's really up to you what you want, you know, exactly. how much you want to know. Yeah. yeah. Um, so Rosie, tell me what is new for you? What's coming up next, Miss World Traveler? <laughs> well, we've got, uh, I'm back in Aspen here. We've got the snow season coming, but I did have some wonderful travels and I do know I have some wonderful travel coming up with you because we are launching um, a beautiful mystical experience to Bulgaria. And we're going to take a group of people to this wonderful five-star resort, go to some of the different astro-archaeological sites, get told the stories of the cosmos from Rumen. So that's going to be happening in June. And we've been doing a lot of work behind the scenes to get that ready. So there'll be a place on my website where you can put your email if you're interested in receiving the updates. That'll be happening mid-June. And then, yeah, I was just traveling, doing readings for some major fashion companies. I got to go to Paris and Switzerland for the first time, which was fun. And it did make me realize, even for myself, who got to travel a bit in lockdown, how intense these last few years were. So it felt very beautiful to go and be around people and be in the world and everybody's not scared anymore. So that was nice. And then also speaking of the mystical jewelry, um, I have Ruman's line of jewelry that he sets the gold in certain hermetic ratios. There's silver as well in certain perfect proportions, much like in Vedic gemstones, he only sets the coins and the jewelry when certain constellations are appearing in the sky and they're magical talismans. So I have a bunch of those available on my website for holiday gifts and this new jewelry line we're doing because it was just so fun. And honestly, I noticed a huge shift and change in my life when I got my own specific pieces from him for protection and luck and wealth and things like that. And then, yeah, I think I'll be here for a bit maybe travel for work, but I'm excited about where things are going. I know that there can be a lot of finger pointing happening right now. That's a little bit the Mars and Gemini. It's like he said, she said, but I do want everybody to just take a deep breath and do that check where it's like, am I safe? Am I comfortable? Am I happy? Everybody's fine. Everything is going to be fine. And, and this isn't as real or tangible as we think. And speaking of the future, we're co-creating this future and dropping into the frequency of love. That is all that there really is. And we can make 
this future as beautiful and bright as we want. And especially when we come together, Gemini, and make the right partnerships and alliances, we can create a new beautiful future that is even better than the old one that we just came out of. So I want everybody to take lots of deep breaths this holiday season and also suspend your opinions, suspend your disbelief. Let's just see where the information leads us by the spring, because I think it can be a bit of an information overload. And what I really want is everybody to like have a great holiday season and be able to enjoy being with friends and family and all of these amazing things of just being with others that I think we didn't realize how yummy that was until it was taken away, as opposed to dissecting the past and what worked and what didn't who cares you know all we've got is today all we can do is move forward and the more that we're in our body like you are so healthy and wonderful I think that that's a big thing too of like being in the body while we're here and not getting you know a little carried away in the mental fields you know what it I totally agree with you and I will say in spite of everything going on like I did have a really good 2022 and there were so many things around me that, and including myself, that I could have looked at the downside of everything, or I could choose, and that's the key word, choose, to look at the upside. Mm-hmm. And, you know, but I also can't tell you how many times I'm like meditating with crystals on my lap, you know, mm-hmm. and one of the most simple things, which is actually going to be the mantra today, that I would say to myself, every morning is waking up and being like, today's a good day. Today, I will look for reasons to feel good and I will find them. It's just today, I will look for reasons to feel good and I will find them. Um, And just starting your day with that simple affirmation, it's amazing how it really does kind of tune you into like, okay, what am I going to find today that's good? Because I'm going to find something good today, no matter what it is, you know, even if it's, yeah. And that's where the law of attraction really does start to come in because free will exists. And then the astrology is more like the weather, but yes, if we're looking for these good things, they're certainly going to come. Yes, absolutely. Well, Rosie, this has been such a wonderful hour. I can't believe it went by so quickly. (laughs) It always does with you. (laughs) Say that again. Sorry. Oh, no worries. I just said it's been such a wonderful hour. It went by so quickly with you. Um, Yes. I love always coming on and catching up. And I'm excited because, you know, in about six months, we will be enjoying the beautiful experience together. And and you'll find out all about Babylonian astrology. And that'll be fun. Yes. Oh, my goodness. Bulgaria. And I've never been to Bulgaria. I know it's a very safe and beautiful area. A lot of us Americans are just not familiar with it. So stay tuned because we'll be talking about it more over the next couple of months. It'll be on Rosie's website. I'll talk about it live on the show, but it really is an amazing opportunity for any of you out there listening, no matter where you are in the world, really to come join us. Um, There'll be more information, like I said, on who else will be joining and what we're going to provide, but it will be um, later in June and it's going to be a beautiful kind of healing, spiritual fellowship community experience. in Bulgaria. So one of the things I can't wait to see for myself, um, Rosie, you shared with me earlier about the stones out in the water. We just mm-hmm. share that quickly. Yes. So there are several different ancient sites there, but one of them that we'll be taking our guests to. And what I love too about all of these sites, they're 
unbelievably accessible. I mean, you literally drive up in a car and step out. Nobody's bushwhacking in the jungle or anything like that. So there is this one beautiful place on the ocean. Obviously, it's much of it is there on the ocean. And there are three stone islands. These are not just stones. These are big, giant stone formations. And the sun exactly rises above each of these three different stones on the solstice and the equinoxes. And this is what we will be able to experience in June. And that is also right next to these unbelievable caves that I have shared on my social media, but on that same cliff, there are hundreds of caves in the side of the cliff that were carved out by monks 5,000 years ago, and they would go in there and sit and reach enlightenment. And so this whole area is just ripe with ancient history, exploration, and yes, it's all very safe and very accessible. I was so impressed. I can't wait. I really can't wait. It's going to be wonderful. (laughs) All right. Okay, Rosie. Well, thank you so much for joining us today on your Lost Me at Namaste. It's always a pleasure. Yay. Thank you for having me. It's an honor and I can't wait. I'll be seeing you here soon. And just mention your website again. It's Rosie's Readings, which is R-O-S-I-E-S readings.com. And I also have Instagram and Facebook where we spell it the other way. So don't get confused. We spell it both ways for my uh, Gemini moon and multiple personalities. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I will put that in the show notes below so you guys can follow Rosie or contact her yourself for a reading or to join the trip or just to see what great um, information she puts out pretty much on a daily basis, if not a weekly basis. And I know our mantra was a little um, informal this week, but I'll just say it one more time. Again, it'll be in the show notes. And that is, today is a very good day. Today, I will look for reasons to feel good and I will find them. So that will be our mantra. Today, I will look for reasons to feel good and I will find them. I think that's very helpful. (laughs) Love it. All right. Well, um, until next time, everyone, know that you are worthy you are enough. You were born for a reason and the universe needs your gifts. It really, really does. I'm your host, Michelle Schoenfeld. Until next time, namaste. Namaste. Thank you for listening to this episode of You Lost Me at Namaste. If you liked it or you like this podcast in general, please take a moment and share the love by dropping me a review, giving me a rating, or sharing it with your friends. The more love and light we can spread, the better our world will be. Thank you, and until next time, namaste.